good morning good afternoon good evening wherever you are welcome to stories between the lines podcast this is your host nandini today has been one of the most exciting days of my life and you're about to find out why real soon can music be a form of storytelling of course Music touches us when words alone can't. It stimulates the emotions of the listeners and the performer. Now, I'm not a musician or schooled in any form of music. My interest, let alone talent in music, is like a background score of a movie. I enjoyed music as a passive listener. in the sense that i never had a deep understanding of the tunes or the melody or even paid attention to the lyrics but that changed a few years ago when i actually started to pay attention to the lyrics the tunes and the emotions in a song we all have our favorite musicians connect with them instantly and end up idealizing them for not just their music but also embracing their entire persona for me there is one phenomenal singer who led me to appreciate the nuances of carnatic music <laughs> music is a form of indian classical music rooted in south india the northern indian counterpart is the hindustani classical music the songs are very devotional and the voice itself acts as a musical instrument it takes years of practice under the tutelage of a revered teacher a guru to learn this very ancient form of music The Carnatic music compositions have very intricate notes called ragas the melody the raga evokes specific feelings in a listener there are so many many ragas in indian classical music and each has its own unique melodic personality even to appreciate this form of music requires comprehension a connection to the emotions There is a famous quote by a prolific Dutch writer which goes words fail when music speaks for a person unschooled in classical music such as me thus this quote pretty much sums up my thoughts I had an instant connection to the soulful singer who helped me connect the divinity and the emotions through her music and i became an ardent fan her music is my daily dose of zen i recently had a total fan girl moment at a front row seat of her concert she is the pitch perfect diva of carnatic music sangeeta kalanidhi padma vibhushan sudha raghunathan ji The fans on the east coast of the United States have been blessed with her spring concert series this year and treated to hours of musical bliss. 
The name Sudha in most Indian languages including Sanskrit means nectar and is another name for goddess Lakshmi herself. Without any exaggeration all her fans would agree that these two definitions are perfectly suited to describe this very soulful singer. Sudha Raghunathan's story is about sustained success, a musical career built on very solid foundations. Her foray into the world of music began with her mother at a very young age who sowed the seeds of music in her, nurtured it and then handed her over to study under the tutelage of Dr. M. L. Vasantakumari, known as India's one of India's musical geniuses and a dying of Carnatic music. Sudhaji has been singing for several decades now, 32 years and counting. She has received innumerable awards and recognitions and is the recipient of India's third and fourth highest civilian awards, the Padma Bhushan and Padma Shri, as well as the prestigious Music Academy's Sangeeta Kalanidhi Award. The fangirl in me reached one of the highest heights of gratitude when Sudhaji graciously accepted my humble invitation to be a guest on this episode of Stories Between the Lines podcast. Sounds music to the ears, right? That's right. I'm still pinching myself. Sudhaji's fame in the world of Carnatic music is globally well known. Her bubbly personality is so full of grace and charm and is layered with so many talents. You will never know what talent she's going to surprise you with. Today, I have the utmost honor of bringing this exclusive conversation with the musical diva herself. I'm sure you'll enjoy listening to this as much as I enjoy putting it together. Hi, Sudhaji. Namaskaram. I'm so happy and excited to welcome you to Stories Between the Lines podcast. Namaskaram. It is such an honor to have you as a guest on this podcast. I've been an ardent fan of you for years as a person and of your music, of course. Thank you. Thank you so much. (laughs) Firstly, how are you doing, ma'am? Midst of a whirlwind of concerts these past few weeks. And uh, are you enjoying these concerts? It's hectic, I know, but the in-person interactions, I think uh, with your fans after seems like an endless drought of more than two years. Yeah, I am actually on top of the world, I should say, because the spring tour has really brought this in-person, you know, contact with people for concerts, which is really a blessing. And uh, as I've always... uh, emphasized or reiterated you know the fact that we do virtual stuff is over the last two years what we've been doing is definitely a makeshift arrangement Uh, it has helped to uh, keep help us be in touch with people but there's nothing that can equal uh, a live audience and a live concert you know because you see the emotions with your eyes you hear the applause so too the audience sees the artist 
uh, with the body language and uh, you know the there are the overtones the undertones the the talk that we uh, include in between spontaneously there's so much happening i mean definitely i feel both me and the audience we've missed each other and this is really a a blessing in disguise the energy is different yes but of course there is this bit of uncertainty and there's a little bit of anxiety but uh, we actually put it across to the audience uh, well ahead of time that you know after the concert no selfies no yeah. autographs no no not really coming in, into close contact with the artists so and they have been absolutely obedient and uh, understanding you know that's what is very important and i think uh, it's been a a magical 25 days thus far <laughs> absolutely i think you have this natural ability to connect with people you know across various genres i think your many uh, articles have been written about you that you're easily relatable artist and uh, i think i first started uh, being your fan when i first uh, heard the musical fusion of uh, tai yashoda in the movie oh, the morning yes. raga you know mm-hmm. and the amazing shabana azmi of course she's an amazing actress perfectly lip syncs your song and um, i've never heard such an alluring rendition of this famous song i think this was way back in 2004 but most yes. recently the super cool reel with another brilliant young artist <laughs> abby v you know went viral and uh, just the creativity of this reel so many of thousands of your fans were really taken to your very creative way of demonstrating classical music to a wider audience i mean people like yes. me who are not tutored in yes. classical music we immediately connected with that particular video i mean just ordering groceries most of us did that during the pandemic instacart was so popular but yes. then i first time got to hear about how carnatic musicians order groceries <laughs> it was like a completely different take on it so do you enjoy doing such creative projects and uh, using social media to popularize carnatic music and make it i think more accessible definitely and um, we have to keep moving uh, along with uh, what the world wants and how the world you know the matrix of uh, expressing ourselves through music everything changes as uh, decades pass by there's a whole new social media growth handle growth now you know we have insta we have tiktok we have a uh, facebook so much happening uh, so i would always be an advocate of uh, moving along with what is required you know i don't think uh, we need to be conservative or traditional or keep keep our minds closed to these uh, developments so i mean nothing is really planned actually the the reel with abby was something which was very spontaneous uh, he was in india and he was in chennai and he said i'm visiting you because we got to know each other over my expressions espresso chat conversation so he said can i come and see you i said yeah of course then he said the previous night he called and said why don't we do this uh, little reel so i said well it sounds interesting but you come over and let's see how it you know we function and then in a few minutes i think hardly 10 minutes we were done and he said it's going to come out well i we i didn't even listen to it go back to it he came back to canada and then he said he sent me the uh, rough draft of that and i i thought it was very you know like uh, charming and 
a different take on Carnatic music and the ragas. Like you said, morning raga had its own charm. Mm -hmm. Way back when I did morning raga, I was a little skeptical, you know, of how the connoisseurs of Carnatic music and the hardcore, you know, traditionalists would welcome it or shun it or would they criticize it. But even if they did, they fell off because they were more to embrace this newness. Yeah. They liked it. And uh, I think it, it was one way in which uh, I was able to connect to the younger generation. Mm -hmm. A lot of new listeners came in after Morning Raga, you know, and uh, in most of my concerts, they kept clamoring for Tai Eshoda or uh, Mahaganapatim or mm -hmm. Mate. That was the reason why we did the tour of Morning Raga with Amitheri and uh, mm -hmm. Keith Peters and the group. Uh, it was very interesting how even the Carnatic audience came to those programs, attended those programs, and they thoroughly enjoyed because it's, you know, each genre of music has to be appreciated. You have to have the openness in you. Only then we can be a complete listener. Otherwise, you know, you're stuck with one mode, one genre. Why? There's yeah. a charm in every genre. Bollywood, you listen, there's so much beauty. Uh, in the South Indian movies, if you listen to the recent uh, songs, there is, there is something, at least one song that catches your interest. Yeah. So to Hindustani music, Carnatic music. I listen to everything, rock, uh, Beyonce, just everything. Wow. Country music. So yeah. the, the openness helps me uh, develop these new ideas. And uh, there's not really nothing planned or nothing fake. It just happens genuinely. Yeah. Yeah. And I think even uh, if like somebody like I, even if I don't recognize the ragams and the talams that go with it, but I think we mm -hmm. can feel the emotions. Um, yes. I think I've heard you talk about a healing power of chanting and music and yes. for you music is like a prayer and even in the concert you make an attempt to do at least one song that you involve the audience with it. I mean it doesn't mm -hmm. have to be a particular religion. I think everybody across the globe can connect to the emotions. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and also during the pandemic, we fans got to see layers of your personality beyond being an acclaimed musician, especially I'm talking about uh, expressions, expressual. It was like truly sipping a, a romantic cup of coffee, I think, you know, from mm -hmm. the best part of it was how you welcomed your guests with the with a garland of ragas, as you call it. Um, yeah, and uh, I think uh, you have a very bubbly personality. I've read that even in college days, you were very active across activities. So, how did the idea of expressions expression come to you? I mean, you just, uh, you just. I was just thinking. I mean, it was I think uh, the month of April or May of uh, twenty one, or was it twenty? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it was twenty. So. Um, I was just thinking I should do something to uh, take this dismal atmosphere away from people. You know, people were so depressed with uh, the loss of someone or because they were sick and the sickness continued for over a period of time. And, and, they, and those especially who used to attend concerts, they felt lost not being able to attend live concerts. So I said, why don't uh, I, and I have been, as you said, I was a debater and uh, I was an orator as well in college. So I said, why don't I put that dimension of me to use? Mm -hmm. So initially, uh, I just woke up one morning. I said, expressions, espresso. And 
I, you know, kind of spoke spoke about it to my daughter, and she said, "It sounds like a very funny combination of expression and coffee." So I said, "It's exactly that. I'm going to be talking to people over a cup of, you know, of tea or coffee." So uh, that's why I coined that phrase, though it might not be completely meaningful. Yeah. Uh, and i initially had at least you know okay i'd do one season of it and see how it registers among the amongst the audience so it worked very well because uh, whoever i contacted you know i I, w- i wouldn't even pick up the phone to talk to them sometimes i would just send a message and they would say yes i'm on board wow and then uh, you know all we needed needed to do was to research about this person and get the appropriate questions to, uh, so that the interest would sustain over the hour yeah. and then of course when it was live we had audience interaction as well we asked uh, the guest about uh, the questions that uh, the posed by the audience mm-hmm. and then slowly i thought you know i should have the connectivity of music in every action that i do every activity that i do even when i acted in ads i sang my own ad mm-hmm. yeah so i, I felt that music factor element had to be in the show yeah and it just struck me that the best i could do was to welcome to get to know which ragas were liked by the celebrities or the guests and then presented presented to them like a bouquet or a garland mm-hmm. and it just worked magically that People was the really best thrilled. part of yeah. it i used to wait for it sometimes you would do it at the beginning i was like did i miss it you know or or you would do it at the middle and i used to just wait what is she going to sing today <laughs> yeah. yeah putting it together was a little bit of a challenge because you know you you don't have any instruments uh, backing yeah. you and then you just have to come up with the uh, magic there and then and there and of course some of them refused to uh, not refused to i would say they they didn't find it important to uh, put across the na- names of songs or ragas yeah. so i would just have to be you know kind of presume that they this person this persona you know this raga would go well with them and then i would sing that wow so it just that's, worked out that's another level altogether i think uh, beyond uh, your conversations i think people tuned in to see what you're going to be wearing that day you know <laughs> i think you especially ma'am you changed musician how music musician dress for concert i mean a trendsetter i think uh, you know so much has been talked about how impeccably dressed you are in every concert and every picture you look you know especially with kanjivaram pattu sarees and yeah. matching accessories everybody would be like what is what is sudha ma'am going to wear today were you always <clears throat> interested in dressing well and uh, especially you know maintaining yourself your youthful self you know despite your busy schedule we all struggle with that yeah i always used to be neat uh, in however i presented myself in whatever i mean be it half saree or salwar or uh, saree or whatever but this sense of uh, impeccable dressing i think i inherited it from my guru ml vasant kumari amma of course you know however she was during the day however she messed up she was and there were arguments or if she she was very busy right on the dot at 6:30 if she had to leave the house she would be so well dressed majestic and uh, full of life and she would always say you know the reason why she uh, presented herself in that manner was because it was not like dance where you had movement of the body and you had a story to tell people and they would understand here you were in a static situation you were sitting 
and people had to watch you just like that for two to three hours. So the best you could do was to present yourself well. So I started following that maxim, and uh, of course, Kanjivaram was the was my favorite bet to present mm-hmm. uh, myself in because it had those vibrant colors and it would stay in place you know like you don't have to worry about uh, is it uh, okay here on the left on the right nothing once you sit on stage you, do, you forget about it so it helped and uh, initially a lot of people uh, of course were you know for everything that you do you have to have critics and mm-hmm. only then it strengthens you <laughs> so i had some criticism why is she concentrating so much on uh, dress and uh, wearing gym cars and Uh, so much jewelry and isn't she overdoing it and all that and now i see a whole crop a whole generation yeah. you know doing that so uh, I, in a way yes i was a trend setter and uh, it helped but i didn't do it for the sake of being recognized or being noticed or being acknowledged of doing all these things i liked it yeah. and i i always feel that the way we present ourselves matters so much to someone who watches you or interacts with you mm-hmm. yeah the first impression of one gets is the physical appearance and you know exactly uh, that's when the first impression comes i tell that to my kids all the time yeah <laughs> i think um, listening to music and watching cooking videos is what got us through the dark days of pandemic right all of us <laughs> you know listen to music or we're watching some cooking video or the other I think yes. your fans especially got to virtually taste your delicacies being dished out from your YouTube cooking channels Suda's mm-hmm. kitchen I think yes. from uh, Saptaswara cutlets to Suda's potatoes you <laughs> the patience with which you demoed each recipe with a perfect raga to go with each of those recipes I think yeah. food is music to the body and music is food to the heart I read this quote somewhere do you agree with okay. this quote absolutely absolutely yeah music is not only food to the heart but it's the healing uh, it has a healing effect it's a balm that you know soothes disturbed emotions actually we do have ragas which relate to certain emotions and certain uh, ailments in the body mm-hmm. if you keep listening to those ragas they do help you uh, to uh, get over or shall we say come back with that phase like if you're in depression you listen to certain ragas and you know able to hold yourself together so this was also started impulsively it was just a spontaneous decision to do something and uh, again the music connect had to be there and so the saptaswara cutlet had the shobhilu saptaswara anything that had the word saptaswara or the sarigama padani so uh, it helped to uh, connect again with even those who missed out on expressions espresso because initially uh, they thought that it was all in english and they kept on clamoring for you know speak in tamil tamil based tamil based but then i had to uh, kind of reaffirm that this was for an audience beyond just the tamil audience it was across the world and there were many who uh, who who would uh, key in log in those who didn't understand tamil so i had to reach out to them as well so after a while we forgot about that and even those who wanted it in tamil forgot about it. Yeah. of course those guests who wanted it in tamil i moved to tamil mm-hmm. there was no questioning about that so here to um, music helped in kind of you know uh, it, it see actually even when you cook at home 
every on a daily basis you do hum a raga or two it's, yeah. if or if it's not a raga music. it's a swara yeah. if it's not either of these it's it's a a film tune it's maybe isen yani le raja's tune so you just under your breath without your knowledge that you're singing you many people do that mm-hmm. so i thought okay we'll make it loud <laughs> i mean it was it was very popular because in the age of you know sh- shorter and shorter reels and tiktok videos where the attention span yeah. is just like a couple of not even a minute we want minute, minute videos yes. minute cooking yes. you know so this people uh, at least uh, me and i know so many of my friends took the time to uh, see uh, watch every single video because of the music element as you said i think yes. that was yes. a perfect combination but here too there was a challenge i had to find the raga which mm-hmm. matched it you know yeah. like uh, pakoda and then i had to bend begeda <laughs> to sing <laughs> so i mean that, that's a lot of creativity and uh, the more yeah. time you put into each uh, video yeah. was so mundri you know i had to uh, initially cashew pakoda i never got uh, i wanted two ragas and i got the begeda instantly but i didn't get the the other one so I kept on mumbling uh, you know cashew 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 yeah. uh, mundri mundri then i got mandari <laughs> I mean in general do you enjoy cooking uh, I'm sure you're a oh, fantastic yes. cook Oh yes I'm a super cook yes oh, wow. I shouldn't be saying it myself but sometimes <laughs> we have to say it because not everybody is going to be able to taste your yeah. cooking so mm-hmm. yeah so I'm sure whoever has been lucky to enjoy your food must have been very gifted there is a there is a sense of proportion in whatever I do uh, be it dressing or be it singing or be it planning a tour so too i uh, imbibe that bring it to uh, cooking you know yeah. i i'm very uh, firm with my proportions like there's not too much pulpur or there's not too much tamarind or uh, salt or and then i always look at the newness that one can individually add to a dish okay a dish is made this way but how can sudha make this dish a little different so i try and uh, experiment a few things and it works out well Is that your secret to you being so fit? <laughs> secret to being fit cannot be secret. It, it is <laughs> it is what it is. You know that fitness doesn't come easily. It has yeah. to be sweated out. I mean especially with all the things you're doing being so fit and fresh and dressing up all that. Yes. It it, it is a challenge in its way in an in its own way. You know yeah. because we travel and especially if you're traveling uh, time zones and international travel yeah. i mean beyond the fact that you try and look fresh there is a fatigue that shows up on the face or the physique yeah. so you have to you know beat all that and yet look as if you have dressed up just for that audience on that particular occasion yeah so we try our best <laughs> yeah everyone knows you won innumerable awards and recognition so many feathers in your colorful cap and uh, you also have one very unique recognition i think the university of louisville of kentucky here in the united states of america declared may 19th as sudha ragunathan day in recognition of your service to the field of music it's yeah. i think like a proclamation i would think yes How special yes. is this recognition it is extremely special i mean even as you say it i can feel myself smile about it because it was such a surprise and uh, i take this moment to thank the mayor at that time to uh, have you know offered to do that because uh, not everyone understands the intensity of what you do 
Mm-hmm. But I think he uh, went through the CV and looked at the long period of time I've been pr- as a working as a propagator of arts mm-hmm. and said that yes, this person deserves this. And uh, the standing ovation that we got uh, on that particular moment, you know, momentous occasion, is still ringing in my ears. Absolutely. It was a very very happy moment, a very different recognition. Yeah. Yes, Padmabhushan. Yes, definitely. They're all very close to my heart. But this one stood out because it was very different mm-hmm. and doesn't happen to everyone. And in a diff- in a, it's not in India. It's in a, you know, it's in a yeah. foreign land. And for them That's to appreciate right. it. When I first read about this, I was like, wow, it's such an honor to recognize you on a foreign land. So that shows that you've reached so many people with your music. I read somewhere that you wanted to become a doctor but you would faint at the sight of blood. Uh, yeah. you know, doctor, musician, did you feel you missed out on being a doctor? <laughs> I still do feel sometimes, but then when I speak to my doctors, they say you're better off doing what you're doing because you also are a doctor in your own way. Yeah, you, you absolutely. Know, heal a lot of pain, hurt. Uh, you heal the soul. You touch the soul with your uh, layers of ragas and uh, in a different way, you are a doctor. So don't ever regret that you didn't become a doctor. Because yeah. if you had, then you would be doing only something within the periphery of music, uh, of, yeah. of medicine, oh, yeah. and wouldn't have had the time to touch music. Yeah. And so I'm happy. You're healing I mean, so and we many do move people. On. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. And so many people, you know, uh, require this today, especially in a world where so much of stress, anxiety, uncertainty, tension prevails. Yeah. I think people look to music as a healer. It is. I mean, definitely. As I said, I I am not schooled in Carnatic music, but listening to your music is mm. very healing. And I love listening to the bhajans. Even if I'm having a terrible day, if I take mm-hmm. like five minutes to listen to a bhajan or a kirtane from your album, mm-hmm. it's just instantly it brings you peace. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. 32 years and counting. You're the queen of Carnatic music world. You think you've all the highs and lows. You've seen it all, right? So what Very advice much, yes. do you give to young and upcoming artists in, in a world of TikTok videos and super fast means of getting famous? Well, uh, there's, there's only one very, very uh, particular thing to concentrate on is the fact that uh, you need to decide what you want to do. So there are many people who are at crossroads. Do I sing only Carnatic music? Do I do film music? Do I do devotional music? Am I going to uh, do a bit of everything? So the ID has to be established first in your mind, then in the person. So, and then after that comes the focus because uh, fame, glory, opportunities, they don't come easily these days. You have to really strive, strive, work for them, sweat it out. So you shouldn't get dejected. You know, this uh, dejection, rejection happens so easily also. Like if, you're, if you don't get opportunities for six months, you get so dejected. You say, oh, am I doing the right thing? Maybe not. Maybe I should move to something else. Maybe I should pursue academics. So the mind is a devil, actually, sometimes. You know, it, it can cause a lot of uh, confusion in your process of thinking so you have to be firm and then be focused and work in that direction and hard work 
and uh, perseverance can definitely take you to places. That's a, that's so that is the only thing. And yeah, attention deficit is also there because you uh, put up something on TikTok for less than one minute and you get uh, great fame, numbers matter so much. So all that is important too. But then I think at the end of the day, you have to think of what will happen to you. What would you like to achieve over? I always do a five-year plan. Mm -hmm. You know, in five years, what should I complete? What should I have uh, achieved? Should I have done this? Should I have done this? this? And I make out a small plan for myself. And every year I go back to that and see, oh, have, have I progressed? And if not, then the second year, I push myself a little more towards my targets. So at the end of five years, at least 80% of what is written on paper is achieved. And then I take that, the remnant of, uh, the 20% onto the next five years. Yeah. So, I mean, mine is kind of uh, a different way of working. I, I'm not saying that everyone, <laughs> no, I'm not saying that everyone should work this way, yeah. but I'm saying you it's, have it's a, a way of motivating yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, like there's not going to be someone around always to motivate you. Yeah. There is, there are your parents, there's your husband, there, is, there are children, there are friends, but at the end of the day, I think you matter more than anyone else. Right. So, you have to plan things for yourself. No one can be sitting there and uh, telling you do this on a daily basis. So that's how I plan. I mean, I put on a five-year plan. And, and the reason why I put on a five-year plan is because we always have this, in India, we have a five-year plan. Yeah. The government has the policies yeah. for five years. Or, you know, when you are a president of some associations for three years or five years. Yeah. So somewhere that five stuck to my mind. And uh, I started doing it. And I think it has, it has helped in a large way that's a valuable piece of advice for you know anyone especially youngsters this day these days yes. to follow through yeah yes sudhaji as we come to the end of our conversation i selfishly cannot let you go without a request a humble petition for a song if you don't mind can you please sing one of my favorite songs that you have so beautifully sung, a poem by the famous Mahakavi Subramanya Bharatya. I love that yeah. song of yours. Let me try because when you talk too much, there are the voice, uh, the usage of the voice is different when you talk. If you can. It's different when you sing. So let me try. Kannama Sinanjiru kiliye kannamma selva kalanjiyame sinanjiru kiliye kannamma selva kalanjiyame yenne kalitirte ulagil yenne kalitirte Oh my God, I am having goosebumps here listening to you sing on the show. I want to say the same words you used at the concert. 
மிக்க நன்றி ஐம் சோ கிரேட் ரொம்ப சந்தோஷம் ரொம்ப சந்தோஷம் நீங்கிறதுக்குஸ் and i okay. wish you a safe stay for the rest of your trip here in the us and return safely back home and okay. i want to listen to your divine voice for many 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 more years to come thank Sudhaji. you thank you bye bye the last part of this conversation was a mix of english and tamil i think no translation will do justice to certain words expressed in a specific languages right without losing or being lost in translation here's what i told sudha ji thank you for giving this crazy fan girl a heart touching opportunity to have this lovely conversation with her this was part of her own phrase that she used to elegantly express her emotions to the audience at a concert i recently attended until next time so long everyone